I sort of started to do one thing and then it opened doors and led to something else and then they opened doors and led to something else and they kept sort of doing the next logical thing whatever that was and taking advantage of opportunities as they presented themselves and it's only in looking back that i can see how those things are connected how they are dots in this path and i thought to myself when i heard him say that years ago wow you know that's really resonates with me welcome to the just like podcast it is our hope that the gritty real and uncensored insights we share with you here will help you get your shit together as you explore and discover what it takes to living your best life on your terms we have with us laura wykant and richard booker and we are going to continue the conversation around purpose and what is it and um, what is uh, you know what does it look like when when you come across it how do you come across it uh, all of these questions that so many of us struggle to understand and this is all in the interest of uh, building up to an event that's coming up in January so Richard I'm going to uh, give you the mic mm -hmm. and you and Laura will just have a conversation about this fun, exciting adventure that is finding purpose. Mm -hmm. Enjoy it. Thank you. Hi, Laura. Hey, Richard. Thanks for doing this. Appreciate oh, it. My pleasure. So I'm just trying to think, um, weeks or months ago we, we first met, was that? Yeah, I'm trying to think when that was, in the summer? Was it that long ago? Holy cow. It's like blank. Fall, so talking to your friend, yes. uh, Laurie Mackay, um, who I'd met at CBC Radio, and I, I recall uh, I had just done a piece with um, Andrew Brown on the CBC Evening News, mm -hmm. just finished, was in the reception area, and she was just coming off uh, an interview with um, the afternoon program on the radio about because she's the wine, the wine specialist or right. expert. Yeah. And I happened to mention to her that I was doing this day on purpose and would, uh, would she be interested in learning more about that? She said yes. Hopefully she's not regretting that. And then she happened to mention in conversation, well, you should probably talk to my friend Laura. Um, so I wonder, so then I reached out to you and I wonder if, if you could share with the listeners what you thought after I told you about the day on purpose and asked you if you'd be interested in participating. Well, what did I think? I think I had mixed feelings. Part of me was, this is really exciting. Mm -hmm. um, having to sort of gone through a, an examination of my own purpose, but um, wanting to sort of be involved in sharing that with the world in some form that may be helpful to others was exciting. Mm -hmm. It was also scary because it's something putting myself, you know, putting myself out there mm -hmm. um, is a little outside of my comfort zone in some ways right. in this kind of a context, in this uh, venue. And mm -hmm. when we talked about it, you had a, 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 an overall vision and you talked about the sort of panel that you envisioned mm -hmm. um, Lori and I being part of, but you really didn't have a lot of details. Mm -hmm. So it was sort of taking a leap of faith. Right. around becoming involved. Uh, that was uh, a bit, a provoked a bit of anxious anxiety. Mm -hmm. But since that time, it's been more positive than anxiety-provoking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've had, uh, we've had an opportunity to, to have some meals together and, and have some more substantive conversations about what the whole day is like and, and what your, your role will be in the day. And it's interesting, 
you may have heard this as well, a lot of the people that I've been talking to that weren't necessarily part of the very first get together have commented that it sounds like you guys have known each other forever. I don't mean just you and me, but I mean everybody that's part of this. Um, because the depth of the conversation, you may remember the first mm -hmm. the first evening, there was one guy who hadn't met us all yet, asked one question, and that was like three hours of conversation, all, all on purpose. I remember when you and I talked about it, and I don't want to steal the thunder from, from the day, but you had told me, uh, as I recall, that you'd arrived at a place where you had a whole lot of clarity around what purpose is for you. Mm -hmm. um, what can you share with me about how you got there? Yeah. Um, so for me, I, I made a major sort of life change in the spring of this year in that I left a job I'd been in for almost 12 years mm -hmm. in a company I worked for for 19. Wow. Um, and I made that decision after, well, probably a couple of years of soul searching and trying to figure out was this what I wanted to continue to do? Mm -hmm. um, and coming to the realization that, no, I needed to make a professional change because I wasn't being challenged. I wasn't being given opportunities for continued professional, personal growth within that, that job itself. Mm -hmm. And so, fortunately, with the support of my husband, I decided to leave the job without having anything to go to. Right. Um, and being at a crossroads in my professional life where, and I've had this happen to me before, where it was like, okay, I know I don't want to continue to do this. What do I want to do next? Mm -hmm. Maybe I need to figure out my purpose in order to help guide me in that direction. So for me, purpose means sort of my meaning. What is my, what's the point of me being on this earth? What brings my life meaning? And it doesn't have to be just work related. It can be through volunteerism or family or friends or whatever, mm -hmm. community, whatever it is that encompasses that for you, for a person. Um, and so it's sort of after I left my job in the spring, I had some time to try to say, okay, now, what do I want to do next? I got to figure out my purpose. And it was in asking myself that question that I started to um, come to the realization that I already knew my purpose. And it was in looking backwards. Mm -hmm. And I think I said this to you when we had our first conversation, you and Lori and I, that for me, after Steve Jobs died, I remember somebody, there was a link on social media um, about a, watching him do a commencement speech at Stanford a number right. of years ago. Right. And in the speech, he said, and this really resonated for me, he said, you know, I never had a goal to do what I'm doing, to build these products and to have this company. I never did. I sort of started to do one thing and then it opened doors and led to something else. And then they opened doors and led to something else. And it kept sort of doing the next logical thing, whatever that was, and taking advantage of opportunities as they presented themselves. And it's only in looking back that I can see how those things are connected, how they are dots in this path. And mm -hmm. I thought to myself when I heard him say that years ago, wow, you know, that really resonates with me. So in the spring, I started to look back and go, okay, what are my dots? Like, what do I connect all of the jobs I've had, the volunteer work that I've done, what do I connect that to? Um, and for me, it became clear that my purpose is to improve the lives of, of people and organizations. And then looking back, I was able to go, okay, yeah, so all these things I can see the jobs I've done have been toward that purpose. So now I know my purpose. Mm -hmm. Here I am, I'm unemployed and <laughs> trying to figure out what next. And um, I still don't have that figured out yet. Right. So for me, having a purpose doesn't necessarily mean that you know what you're going to do with it. 
So let me try this out. Yeah. It, it, it's like having a car, mm -hmm. um, but no wheels. Well, I don't know. Maybe the wheels are flat. I mean, okay. you know, they're on there. All right. They're just uh, not going anywhere at the moment. Okay. Earlier, uh, before you got here, we were talking about um, how I've been reaching out to organizations to see if they want to use this day on purpose as a, as a team building event. So you have individual team members talking about their purpose individually. Um, and then afterwards, I'll go into their organization and work with that team to help them now tie their individual purpose to their team's purpose and the organization's purpose. Mm -hmm. And I described, um, so I just want to see if this analogy works for you. Um, when an organization commonly, lots of organizations on their website say, here's our mission, here's our values, here's our vision. Mm -hmm. um, and that's pretty common. But my perspective is when they have those, but they don't have their purpose, it's like having a compass without the needle. You know, the thing on the compass that moves to tell you where north is. Mm -hmm. Does that resonate for you? Um, I, I don't fully agree because I don't know in my experience again. Mm. Um, I don't know if you can have a mission and, and values and all of that without a purpose. So maybe that an organization isn't living it mm -hmm. or it maybe that an organization is not aligned in all of those things. They may have a purpose and a vision and values, but they may not be aligned mm -hmm. somehow. That can cause some challenges and difficulties um, for individuals right. working within that. Right? And for organizations mm -hmm. around being able to to do what they do that meets their purpose. Right. Yeah, it's funny. I, I remember years ago I worked with uh, a company in, in uh, Manitoba. And on every wall in every room, they had three big poster size framed uh, documents, mm -hmm. mission, vision, values. And I remember doing a presentation in one of the boardrooms uh, and this was on career development. Um, and I said, I've noticed everywhere in your company, you have mission, vision, values everywhere. I'm presuming all of you would have participated in, in creating these documents that exist throughout your building. And one of the persons in the room stood up and said, yeah. And he pointed to the word the on the mission about two thirds of the way down the document. He said, that's my the. That the, that's mine. The point being is the only part of of what he had contributed to those documents that's still there mm -hmm. is the word the. Mm -hmm. um, and so that had me thinking about, well, that's interesting. So if, we, if the company has that, but it doesn't necessarily align with my purpose, I wonder, I wonder what kind of impact that that has. So what's it like for you to be in a place where you know your purpose, but you're, you don't know what the next chapter looks like? It's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable because I've always done something, paid unpaid, that connects to that and moves me forward in some way. So it's uncomfortable not knowing what that next thing is. Mm -hmm. And I'm not willing to just do anything. Right. When you're young, you're starting out, mm -hmm. you're probably more willing to take on jobs or do things that you don't quite know what the point is other than to make an income or because, mm -hmm. you know, it's aligned with your education or whatever. But I'm at the point in my life where, you know, um, I have less years of work ahead of me yeah. than are behind me. Mm -hmm. And so I want to do something for me that is going to be 
fulfilling and challenging and learning and growth opportunities. So to sit in the fact that I'm not willing to just do anything for the sake of doing something mm -hmm. is uncomfortable. Yeah. To not be earning an income um, at this point in time or much of an income, I'm doing a little bit of contract work. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, again, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. It's uncomfortable because one's sense of self is also tied to what you do to some extent. For sure. Right? For sure. Uh, in, in your job. So, but I'm really trying to step back and not rush it. Mm -hmm. And to honor the journey and the process mm -hmm. and to try to do things, um, say yes. For me, that's uncomfortable, right? To say yes to things like this. Yeah. Stay on purpose. Thank you again. That um, push me. Right. Because they, uh, it's easier to say no and stay in one's lane, mm -hmm. one's comfort zone. Yeah. Um, and this ties to my purpose. Right. Right. To try to help improve lives of people organization. So it's aligned with my purpose in being involved in this event, yeah. but not having identified what I want to do next. Mm -hmm. Years ago, I'm, I'm working on a construction site in Jasper and my, my good buddy, the guy that was the, the best man at my wedding, Rick, um, the plumber had his head up in between two floor joists and he's using a, a machine called a whole hog, which is a uh, sort of the Arnold Schwarzenegger of drills, okay. boring holes through the, the joists to run plumbing. Um, unbeknownst to him, there was uh, a nail poking through one of the joists with the pointy end inside facing his forehead in that opening. And then behind him was an electrical connection that was hot and not wired properly. So he's up, in, up there and he's using this tool and it, it bucked against a, a knot in the wood. So his head went back, hit the hot wire, driving his head forward, hitting the nail, oh driving his head back, hitting the wire, driving nice. and back and forth and back and forth. And he knocked himself out, fell on the floor. It sounded like um, your values were stopping you from taking the kind of work that you, could, that you can get that you could compete for work today and you, you'd probably have no ch no big challenge landing it. You'd probably land it relatively easy because it's close to what you were doing before and that's maybe your brand even. But your values are saying, whoa, no. And then on the other side of that, you sort of pull back from applying for that work. And on the other side of it, you have this discomfort with being in between, not working, not generating an income. Um, and then so that that's pushing you forward. So that is that. Does this, does the story resonate with you? Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's a push pull for sure. For me, it's about more than just a job. A job. Mm -hmm. Well, we're going to get into this a bit on the day, but I think I'll I'll risk the question. How how are you going to get there? <laughs> I'm hoping divine intervention. Will okay. Intervene. No. Um, okay. How am I going to get there? By saying yes. By exploring things that I've not explored before opening communication and educating parents and young adult, their young adult children around improving relationships and communication. I'm trying to live really, it's hard, trying to live in the moment, right. be open, trying to take advantage of learning opportunities, trying to weigh, you know, the pros and cons, uh, trying to sort of balance out the head and the heart, mm. right? Yeah. That intuition and the logic. Um, well put. It's hard because I'm usually a logical person. 
Yeah, interesting. Yeah. So how does how does the heart find space in that it's, conversation? I think it just I'm just allowing it to, trying to. Oh. I mean, you know, wisdom with with age comes wisdom. Yes, and that's so all you hope, to, anyway. Yes, <laughs> I'm trying to <clears throat> trying to use some of that perhaps wisdom to. Um, yeah. So I'm you know I'm not willing to settle mm -hmm. at this point now. Ask me in another year or two, or you know things haven't moved and progressed. I'm going to be saying a different, singing a different tune, but. Well, who knows what's going to happen now that you put it out there Maybe. and people are hearing that. This was a really great conversation. There was so many. Um, times where I'm like, oh, I got something to say, but yeah. I didn't want to, I didn't want to disrupt the flow. And mm -hmm. so, um, Laura, you, you say some really pleasant things that, um, are, are so simple and actually simple in its, in its, uh, uh, idea and simple in its execution that there is just this um, willingness and this understanding first and foremost that um, the only constant is change and uh, and that it, despite the chaotic the feeling of, of, of how chaotic it can be mm -hmm. most of us don't realize that at any point in our day-to-day -day lives the sheer amount of chaos that's around us at all the time it, it never changes we only just get present to it when, when it starts to, our, our own uh, momentum starts to slow down and quiet down and, and we're more present to it all. Um, and so when you say, you know, get back to me in a year, uh, because you know, wh whatever might've happened, might've happened. Yeah, that, that's pretty much guaranteed. But what I hear in what you've been explaining and the curiosity for it, like this, this willingness to just not be satisfied with whatever that status quo might look like that tries to come in and it will try and come in. Mm -hmm. You're, you're a no for that. Like it's clear that you're a no for that. And so I'm, uh, I'm actually quite excited to see where you're going to be inside of a year in this journey, because you're not just resting on your awesomeness and hoping for something to happen. You're, you're taking action and that's the secret sauce. Yeah. And then think about, you know, the people that attend the day, hear this story are inspired by what will sound courageous and brave mm -hmm. and risky and terrifying. And yet still here you are breathing on your own and walking on your own and, and you're doing it anyway. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's why this conversation is so important. Yes, hands down. And it is so relatable because you are the story that we all carry around, which is the irony in it all mm -hmm. is that we actually have everything that we need. Mm -hmm. uh, we just need a little bit of context to remind us along the way that we are taking the right steps. And that's the, the big I think the big opportunity for this event mm -hmm. is to get that uh, recalibration and much to your point about the compass, it's great if you've got a compass, mm -hmm. but if you got no needle on it, it ain't doing you much good. Yeah. And so maybe it's time to just get a new compass with a needle. Mm -hmm. But for, for me, I think the other <clears throat> piece of this that I, I want to somehow convey to people on the day is people people may already 
know their purpose without knowing it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Right? And, yeah. and so it's like this, I think we have this misdirection around thinking that, oh my God, like I have to, it's like, how do I put it? It's like that idea that you have to have a goal, right? That somehow there's this world of, you have to have a passion that drives what you do. You have to figure out what your passion is in order to do work that is meaningful to you mm-hmm. in order to figure out what you're going to do and what degree you're going to pursue or what education you're going to pursue, what not, or blah, 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 job-wise. And I, I, I that, that idea that you have to know, I think stops a lot of people in their tracks mm-hmm. because most people don't know. I never knew. Mm-hmm. Um, no, you know, I never grew up going, okay. And I admired those people that went, I always wanted to be a firefighter and that's what I'm doing. Yeah. Good for you. You're like 1% of the population mm-hmm. in my experience. So it's somehow conveying to people that it's not, you, you, you probably already know, you've probably been doing things in your life. It doesn't have to be work. It can be lots of other things that if you looked back, like, the Steve Jobs analogy, and you connect your dots. Mm-hmm. What is it that it made your heart sing? When is it that you felt your most uh, authentic self? When is it that you had energy in doing what you're doing? When is it that you had a moment of feeling like, oh, I don't want to be anywhere else, but, or whatever. Yeah. Those are the things that are the dots you need to go back and connect, right? Yeah, um, Then people often don't, they don't go back and look. They think, I got to know what's going on. It's got to be near. Yeah. 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 Um, and so, you know, for me, I'm sure I'm not the only one, you know, the Steve Jobs of the world's put that out there first, but I think that's important for some people maybe in that room to go, okay, I need to go back mm-hmm. in my life and start to see how yeah. these things connect and what are the themes mm-hmm. so that I can use that to identify for me what is my purpose. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a deeper articulation of what we were just talking about in the last podcast about exploring inner space. So you've you've taken it to kind of the roadmap and here's the things that you, you go back in looking for mm-hmm. and unpack them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well said. Yeah, really well said. Thank you so much, Laura, for trusting a bunch of strangers and, um, and coming to share something, not necessarily knowing what that you're gonna share. And I just want you to get you're going to make an impact on people by measure of what you shared and what you said. Thank you. Yeah. You're really welcome. It made an impact on me. It um, it was really good. So thank you for that. So if you're curious and how could you not be curious? Because when you get it created in that way, you can't help but reflect. You can't help but look back and think, okay, so what was that for me? So, Continue to do that and join us in January on a day of purpose. It's here in Calgary and it's bringing together a number of fantastic speakers and presenters, people just like you and me. These aren't the rock stars of the world and get that they're on the same journey that we're on. We're all on various stages of uncovering our own purpose. This event will be a day of stories and discovery that will work to make a very high level and at times hard to understand topic, relatable and uncomplicated. We hope to see you there.